there is a difference in taking things for granted and taking things as granted. Namaste and welcome to the River of Wisdom podcast. I'm your guide by the side, Swamini B. Let us flow, you and I, on the banks of the River of Wisdom. No one wants to be taken for granted. Yet at some time in our lives, we've all complained about the same. What do you think this mother feels as she complains to her teenage son? You just treat this house as a hostel. You walk in when you want, you eat here, you sleep here, you're not available for us. You don't even take on your minimum responsibilities. Clearly, this mother feels taken for granted. The same mother who is also a wife is very angry with her husband when the husband says, I've always provided for the family, but now I want to take three months off to do a certificate course. We need to tighten the purse strings a bit. The wife is angry with the husband. And what do you think the husband feels? He feels taken for granted with an unsupportive wife. Taking things for granted is an idiom in English which means we assume things and people will always be there to serve our needs without much acknowledgement or recognition. When we take things for granted, we undervalue that person or a situation or a thing around us. A four-year-old child who gets a new toy train is obviously very thrilled initially and wants to play with the train all the time. She takes the train even to the bathroom to give it a bath and carries it to bed. As a few days go by and she receives more toys, she plays with it less and less until it is forgotten in the bottom of the toy box. Forgotten until when? Until the parent decides to do something. Until the parent gets inspired by the joy of giving week in India. A great initiative by corporates and citizens. The parent collects all the old toys that are no more being played with to give it to a voluntary organization. How do you think the little girl reacts? She throws a temper tantrum, cries out aloud and promises that she will play with the toy. Please don't give it away. Given that the toy had been ignored for months, this kind of a reaction of the child is definitely disproportionate. But it seems like the child had taken the toy for granted. When we underestimate the value of something, we stop paying attention to it. We let it sink to the bottom of the toy box, so to speak, until we are threatened with its loss or removal. Taking things for granted means projecting the idea that people in our lives, our homes, our possessions are permanent as they always seem to be there. There need not be any acknowledgement or appreciation or respect for it. To begin with, these very people and situations who were very important to us and have become an important part of our lives seem to have faded into the background 
due to habit. Your relationship with what you trusted and depended on changes. You now have a sense of entitlement to it. Taking things for granted becomes a habit if we are not alert in our living. When something is new, it is in the foreground and stands out from the background. We see it for what it is. We pay attention to it. We are happy with it. When the novelty wears off, its hold on our attention also weakens and we move on to something else. This is a very natural tendency that is rooted in our survival instincts. But surely, we are much more than survivors. It takes a sudden illness or a natural disaster or a sudden seeking of divorce or a sudden wake-up call to see that things change, people change. Things and people change with time. Once the person has gone, we can't help but wallow in regret and blame. If only we had spent more time with our parents. If only we had spent more time in exercise. If only we had spent more time with our children. If only we had spent more time at work. Nah, that will surely not be a regret. So how does one look for the cure for this taking things for granted illness that we all seem to have? Obviously, you just can't wake up one fine morning and say, I will stop this habit. As with many habits, you know, it will return sooner than you know it. The cure for this is found by having a glimpse into the Vedic tradition. The Vedic tradition which has a vision of you and a way of life, helps us to take things as granted. There is a difference in taking things for granted and taking things as granted. Let's take the principle of gravity. The principle of gravity prevents us from shooting into space if we were to jump high. The very same principle ensures that the many planets are held together and don't clash with each other as they not only rotate but also revolve. This is given. You try to whirl for even five minutes Either you will give up or you will be kissing the floor. Gravity is granted. We did not have to earn it. That these eyes help us see the whole wide world is granted. It is given. That the stomach digests whatever we put in is granted. It is given. We did not have to prove our worth for the body to function so intelligently. All of this is just given. No conditions attached. That there is sadness in certain situations and much delight in other situations helps us see how the mind functions. The way the mind functions is given and that's why it can be studied. The people and the situations we find ourselves in are granted by default or design, but they are given. We have a very beautiful word in Sanskrit called Kritagnyaha. 
Kritam janati iti kritagnyaha. What has been done for you, Kritam, you know or understand, janati, you are kritagnyaha. In other words, what you have been granted and given is seen and acknowledged by you. Hence, you are kritagnyaha. There is no equivalent word in the English language. The closest word, if at all, is being grateful. But the word grateful does not capture what I have just shared about the deeper meaning. What has been done for you, you know it. You are Kritagnyaha. This Vedic tradition helps us see that what we lay claim to, have a sense of entitlement to, and in time take these for granted, all of it is given. When you start to think about some of the things done for you by your family members, you are Kritagnyaha. You see what is done, you are attentive and alive to what is, and hence you do not take things for granted. You are grateful, you are objective. If the person has done a lot for you, you don't create a halo around the person. In your objectivity, you find your heart welling up in gratitude. The person need not have done so much for you. Yet, that person did and it made all the difference. You express what the person has done for you or you do something for the person. If the person seems to have created a lot of misery for you, you don't create a monster effect around the person. That person has been instrumental in surfacing some pain in your life. If you deal with that pain, you are bigger than that pain and you can move on. You are objective and you see it as given. Of course, it's difficult to take this person for granted as a person or the situation demands your attention. In fact, many successful people consider the challenges they faced as blessings in disguise and hence are Kritagnyaha. When you start to think about all the people in the food chain, the farmer, the distributor, the grocer, the delivery agent and start to appreciate all that was done to contribute to this fresh farm produce on your kitchen table, you are Kritagnyaha. We don't deny that you paid for it, but did you pay for the sunlight and the water and the quality of soil? And the air and the weather, can all the wealth in the world really pay for all that has been granted and given to you? The Vedic tradition and hence the vision of this great culture is to see that things are given. And when you see that things are given, you cannot help but be Kritagnyaha. You cannot help but be grateful. You don't try to have a spiritual practice of being grateful, although there is nothing wrong with it. The practice comes effortlessly from the vision of seeing things as is.
seeing things as is and seeing how things, people and situations are contributing to us changes us in a dramatic and yet subtle way. You are able to see how you are richer in your learning, richer in your maturity, richer in your resources, richer in your relationships, richer in your capacity to embrace life. This happens as you allow yourself to pay attention to what has been granted. Every morning when you wake up, start to see all that you have been given as you go about planning your day and living your day. In fact, it is even better if you start writing just one thing you observe every day that you have been given. You can quickly tap this on your phone or you can write in a book. It won't take even a minute. Do this for just one week and see your list at the end of the week. Or you can start writing just one thing you observe every day of what you have been given and do this for a month and definitely see your list at the end of the month. You will find that you stopped taking things for granted and your heart expands in this vision. In this vision, you bless yourself by being Kritaknyaha. You matter, your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thanks for listening. I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions about this episode, please email me or send me a voice message at swaminiji at discoveratma.com that's S-W-A-M-I-N-I-J-I at D-I-S-C-O-V-E-R-A-T-M-A dot C-O-M and I will respond. See you next week.